Hello everyone and welcome to the Addicted Austinite, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. This week we are carrying on our review of Sense and Sensibility adaptations and today we're going to be looking at the 2008 BBC miniseries. So, uh, this miniseries was aired as three episodes um, during January of 2008 on BBC One. It was directed by John Alexander and the screenplay was written by Andrew Davies. He is a prolific period drama screenplay writer. Uh, He did the 1995 Pride and Prejudice as well as other things like Vanity Fair and Middlemarch as well. Um, So we're in safe hands (laughs) with this one. The cast is full of very good, very strong actors as well. Um, We've got Hattie Morahan uh, as Eleanor Dashwood, Charity Wakefield as Marianne, Dan Stevens as Edward Ferrers, David Morrissey as Colonel Brandon, and Dominic Cooper as Mr Willoughby. So there's a lot of star power in there, and they really work well together as as a group. My favourite thing about this cast is that Hattie Morahan and Charity Wakefield are pretty close in age. It's only a few years between them, and that is much more consistent with the novel's representation of the age gap between Eleanor and Marianne. Last week in my review of the 1995 Sense and Sensibility, I did talk about the problems that will arise when you've got a bigger age gap between the two sisters, and how that starts to distort um, the the novel and that fight between sense and sensibility. They also did a really good job with the age of Colonel Brandon as well. Uh, Last week, again, I talked about Alan Rickman's performance. He was marvellous, don't get me wrong, but he was slightly too old for Colonel Brandon. Um, But this time round with David Morrissey, They've got it a, a lot closer. Um, he would have been in his early 40s when this was being filmed. Uh, and that isn't such an age gap then between Marianne and Colonel Brandon. And much closer uh, to the book than Alan Rickman's age, at least. I mean, like I said last week, we don't get a definite age for Colonel Brandon. He's just on the wrong side of 35. Uh, but I think 43... Is, is closer to what Jane had in mind uh, than these early 50s. I think Dominic Cooper made an absolutely brilliant Mr Willoughby. Um, you can definitely tell that he is a bit of a ladies' man uh, in this version, uh, but you can also believe his sincerity when he's talking about his love for Marianne uh, in the third and final episode. And as far as Edward Ferris goes, I, <laughs> it's personal preference, but I'm always going to prefer Dan Stevens over Hugh Grant. <laughs> when the film came out in 2008, um, the reception was overall pretty positive. Um, on IMDb, it scored about 8 out of 10, so it's pretty solid there. Um, And they received a lot of nominations for awards and they did win Best Screenplay and Best Leading Actress uh, for Andrew Davies and Hattie Morahan, respectively. Personally, for me, I always find that novel adaptations work a lot better as TV and and miniseries over a film because there is just so much more time in which they are allowed to get the crucial details of the novel 
Um, obviously, when you make it into a film, there is a lot that has to be cut out and thrown away for the sake of the plot uh, and the runtime. Um, but with TV series and the miniseries, you get longer to sort of delve into all of the really nitty gritty kind of stuff. And this 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 TV series definitely does that. Um, we even get uh, a duel scene as well, um, which is, I think, only hinted at in the book. Um, so a little bit incongruous, but who doesn't love a duel? Like, <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant and a lot of fun so I'm not gonna come down on them for including a jewel scene in there and overall I think the series does a really good job of bringing sense and sensibility to life but um there is always a but with these things uh, there was a rather large issue that seemed to be a sticking point for a lot of people that were watching this series and it came about because of a definite decision that was made by the team that were making this film. And that is, they have put the focus of the story on the idea that Eleanor and Marianne are, and I quote, two sisters who go on a voyage of burgeoning sexual and romantic discovery. On the face of it, for a lot of people, this may not seem like that big of an issue. Yes, there is absolutely romance in Jane Austen. It's unavoidable. So why is it such a problem to be focusing on that aspect of the novel? Well, for a lot of the critics, people that had problems with this film, it was that that focus made Sense and Sensibility more overtly sexual than other Jane Austen adaptations. And for a lot of these people that then detracted from the message of the story. The then chairman of the Jane Austen Society had this to say about the series. Sexing this story up says more about the BBC than Jane Austen. It is lowering itself by degrading fine English literature in the battle for ratings. While it is good that it draws people's attention to her works, there is not a lot you can do if someone makes a hash of it. Sadly, it's hardly a glowing recommendation, uh, but the BBC did reply to that critique uh, by saying that they hadn't had any complaints from viewers that it was too overtly sexual, uh, and that the only course that they had had about the series were, was in its praise. And this brings up a couple of really good talking points about Jane's novels and their adaptations. The first one is about modernisation and bringing these stories to a new audience and about how far we can go to make these stories appeal to younger generations. For example, seeing a more quote-unquote sexualised version of Sense and Sensibility, if that's the first one they ever watch, is that going to impact their enjoyment of the book and of any other adaptations that don't quite have that sexy angle, as it were? And the second issue this sort of raises, I've talked about a little bit before uh, because of my own experiences with Jane Austen, and that is this idea of... Jane Austen purism, you find a lot of fans uh, are either one or the other. 
they either really enjoy all these different versions, um, which is where I'm at right now, or they were like me in my younger years, and the thought of changing anything about these novels was just blasphemy. It was just awful. Um, I've mentioned before that I absolutely hated the idea of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies when it first came out. I really thought that it was um, disrespectful to Jane in so many ways. But obviously now I've grown a lot and I've got a new understanding of her novels which allows me to enjoy these variations. But it would seem, and I'm not trying to generalise and I'm not targeting anybody in particular, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but a lot of particularly older Jane Austen fans and those that carry a significant role in Jane Austen societies and things like that, especially in England, I do find, um, that they are very much Jane Austen purists um, and they don't like any deviation from the novels, which I can respect. That is how I thought about it when I first started reading Jane Austen. But for me now, um, personally, I feel like that isn't perhaps what Jane would have wanted, what she would have expected from her readers. She spends so much time lampooning people that are sticking to strict rules and things like that, that the idea of her readers being so stuck in her novels like that, um, it <laughs> sort of goes against almost what she was trying to get at with her critiques. It's just slightly too ironic for my taste. However, I do completely understand people's desires and, and rights to feel this way and to have that opinion about Jane's works. Personally, I do hope that they eventually come around to these sort of things. I must admit that my enjoyment of Jane Austen has increased tenfold since I learnt not to be so, for lack of a better word, stuck up about it. Um, but I can completely respect their opinions on that, and I'm not trying to tell anybody how to enjoy Jane Austen. The one thing I do have a problem with is when these opinions start to impact on other people's um, enjoyment of Jane Austen. Um, I might have talk, talked about it before, um, I think in one of my earlier episodes, but I have a very particular problem uh, with, with gatekeeping. It's this cultural thing that happens in in all pop culture fan groups where certain members of this fandom will take it upon themselves to tell people that they can't be real fans of this thing that they're all fans of because they don't appreciate it in a certain way. Um, in this instance, um, the gatekeeping would be when people who have read every book back to front inside out, all that sort of thing, they then tell people that um, they're not true fans because they like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and that goes completely against everything that Jane Austen was standing for. That's when I have a problem with things. Um, your enjoyment of a certain show, book, film, whatever, that is entirely your right and your opinion, but 
don't tell other people how they should enjoy something um and don't tell them that they're not a fan if they don't enjoy it exactly the same way as you sorry that got a bit heavy for a minute didn't it um and that sort of sums up my review of sense and sensibility on on that light note there um i would be really interested actually to to hear your thoughts on on these issues of um purism and modern adaptations and and the gatekeeping as well um i'd love to know what you think about these issues and how you think we can go forward combating these issues uh, so do uh, like, comment, subscribe, drop me a tweet. I'm at Kath Price Author. I'm also on Facebook as Catherine Price Author. Um, the Addicted Off Tonight is, is like my nickname, so you can find it there. Um, and just let me know what you think. I'd be really interested to hear your opinions on, on all of this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Addicted Austinite. I really hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, like, subscribe, etc, etc. And I will see you next time. As always, happy reading, your faithful servant, the author. <laughs>